Hello and welcome to the Innovative Missional Ministries podcast. I'm Jeff Heisner, video journalist and digital media director for the Michigan District. Today we're talking about the Special Friends Camp and the awesome work that they do there. And we're joined by Josh Peeper. And Josh, what is Special Friends Camp all about? Hi, Jeff. Thanks for having me. And Special Friends Camp is all about trying to spread the word of God and the love of God to uh, to everyone, but specifically to individuals with cognitive disabilities, um, specifically in our case, to adults with cognitive disabilities. You know, we uh, that is our, our main goal. But our goal is also to give these campers a, an experience outside of their daily life. You know, um, a lot of these campers may have grown up going to camps, things like that. But as an adult, you don't quite get to do that as much. Uh, so that's something we try and provide them. And then it also acts as a, uh, a respite care for their parents and guardians, because that is a full time job throughout the year. Um, so everybody deserves a little vacation, you know, so so five days of uh, of uh, less responsibilities is as uh, much needed as a parent or guardian. And take us through a little bit about what you do in those five days. So in those five days, we have uh, we work with Camp Copenaconic. And it's a YMCA camp in Fenton, Michigan, um, and they do a great job of setting up some activities for us. And we do everything that you would think of for a, a normal camp. You know, we do we have swim in the lake. We shoot bow and arrows. Some of our campers who are a little bit more physically able get to do some dis, some uh, some zip lining. Uh, we go horseback riding every year. They have a great horse stable there of uh, some rescue horses that they have. Um, and then they also have a bunch of different things that some camps don't. They have like a, uh, a reptile house where you can go and learn about different snakes and lizards and things like that. Um, it's it's a lot of fun. There's a lot of variety there that we get to do. Um, and then uh, we are actually expanding our ministry and we have a camp in Illinois this year. And we're excited to see what they're going to bring us because every, every location is going to be different. Um, it just it just depends on what the uh, the camp has to offer, you know. Oh, that's awesome. Um, and you've got a long history, pretty much your entire life uh, in one yes. way or another. Every year you've been involved in the Special Friends Camp. Yes. So 30 years ago in uh, 1993, my father, Dennis Pieper, got the call from uh, from Michigan District to kind of help out with the camp, to be the assistant director of the camp because the original director um, got diagnosed with, with cancer. And about two weeks before camp started he found out he was going to be the uh the director and uh he said that he couldn't do it without his family being there initially we were supposed to be just kind of off to the side doing our own thing and about a day into it he realized hey i need i need my family's help so i was about six months old at the time um so I've grown up around camp, but my sisters jumped right in and helped. My mom jumped right in and helped, and she's been the camp mom for the last 30 years, you know, and the uh, the campers know that. They they view her as as the camp mom, as the shoulder to cry in if they're having a rough day, you know. So it's really been a family affair for the last 30 years. Um, and myself and my sister Emily have kind of started taking over as the directors uh, so that my dad can kind of step back and relax a little bit. Um so yeah, it's been 30 years and it's it's the best week of the year every year. We look forward to it and it's it's more than just a week to us. We we turn that into a year-round obsession and we're always planning things for camp and trying to come up with themes and different songs and different activities for people to do. 
So it is interesting that, that you're serving adults uh, mm-hmm. with the disabilities. It's definitely an underserved population, wouldn't you agree? Yes, I agree. And initially when we took over the camp, it was actually for both adults and kids. Um, initially when it started before we were there, it was a special ed teacher in Michigan who it was for her students. And as they would kind of age out and get above the, the 26 year old, um, which is how old that people get, uh, federal or, uh, state funding in Michigan, once they would surpass that 26 year mark, she would just let them stay. Uh, when we came in, it was an overnight camp for adults and kids. And we kind of looked at that and we were like, well, you know, this could present with some, some problems. So we were like, you know, there's a lot of things out there for kids. There wasn't a whole lot for adults at the time. So we, uh, we decided, Hey, you know what, this is our niche. We're going to, we're going to go ahead and and serve these adults here, you know? Uh, And and tell us a little bit about your background because you are, um, not just, you know, your special education teacher, right? Yes, I, I, I am certified as a special education teacher. I no longer teach. Okay. Um, I got called to be a, a college baseball coach, <laughs> and I tried to balance the both, and it was just too demanding. I wasn't going to be able to do both on the schedule, but that is what I, I felt God was calling me to do. And the whole reason I went into special education was because of camp, and it's allowed me to do more things and be more involved with camp and kind of expand that a little bit. How was this past season for you guys? It was good. You know, I'm at uh, second year at the new school, and it, we had our best tournament run, best record ever. And uh, I'm the hitting coach, and our uh, our offense was the most powerful offense in the uh, in the conference. So, you know, it was it was fun. I'm I'm enjoying it, learning a lot, and and being able to pass on some knowledge to some players. Well, feel free give a shout out to your college and who you're helping there. Yeah, it's uh, it's Roosevelt University in Chicago, Illinois. And, uh, you know, we, we love what we do. Go Lakers. <laughs> I, can you share some of the success stories uh, from camp and, and what that's like? Yeah. I mean, a lot of times it takes years to really get, see the effect that camp is having on some of our campers. Um, I remember years ago, we had a camper who was just terrified of being on horses you know like terrified of trying new things and that's something that we really push at camp is like hey it's going to be something new but we want you to at least try it if you don't like it you'll never have to do it again um and it was a couple years where uh this camper wouldn't get up on the horse wouldn't get up on the horse and finally my dad actually goes you know I'm scared of getting on a horse too, which my dad had been on horses many times, but he was scared to get on the horse. So he hops up there and is like, Hey, and he calls the camper over. He's like, I can't do this without you holding my hand. So he hold the camper reaches up on the, to the horse, holds my dad's hand and is walking around the corral with him singing, praise God to whom all blessings flow. And after that, we were able to get him up on the horse, but he had to, we had to sit there and hold his hand with him and he would sing praise God the whole time. But after that, every year he got up on that horse uh, and that was great. We also have another more, uh, more recent success story of a camper who this is his second year as a camper. And uh, when we get a new camper, we, I always do a phone interview and kind of just find out who they were who we're going to be working with, what the campers like, what the family's like. Um, And the dad of this particular camper 
when I interviewed him before last summer was a little concerned. You know, you could tell he had been a little bit sheltered. His mother had passed away in recent years. And since then, his father had kind of kept a, kept a short leash on him, you know, wanted to keep him in check and was a little bit concerned that he might not be able to do everything that was required at camp. Now, he came in that first year at camp and he warmed up to us right away. You know, he opened up and was very independent at camp. Um, and then fast forward to this year, his second year at camp. And the first day he comes to us and he's telling us how he's now living in a group home. He's out of the house. He's planning on getting a job, which is something that I don't think that our this particular parent thought was possible, you know. Um, and even after his first year at camp, this father emailed me and said, hey, Josh, I love what you guys are doing there. You guys are doing a great job. I never thought that this would have been possible for my son. And I thank you guys for doing this. It really opened my eyes, you know, and then turns out he's, he's given his son an opportunity to be more independent. And that's, that's what camp is all about. You know, it's, we want everybody to be as, in, as independent as possible. Yeah. I, I would imagine that, you, you know, you talk about everyone being more independent. That's the goal, right? That's, yes. but, but you got to probably go into each camp with a specific, you know, what we want to do this year is, is kind of get them to do this or try to try to, yeah. Uh, help them in this regard oh yeah absolutely we try and push people more and more every year to be more independent um we've had individuals who come in and while they can speak they're practically nonverbal with us and now after five six years they're openly having conversations with us and they're expanding their horizons that way you know and and making progress outside of just oh being at camp you know, there's times where, okay, like this, that individual, he's now living out in a group home outside of the, outside of his family's house. You know, that's something that we love to see. Um, and then others is just, Hey, being more verbal, being more able to try and go out and do things, getting into a new church group with our new friends that you meet at special friends camp. You know, it's, it's a benefit to both campers and counselors in many, many ways. So you've expanded into Illinois. How did that come about? And are, are there future plans to do more of this? Yeah, yeah, there absolutely are future plans. Um, and that came about in, oh, let's see. We did 2019 was our first year in, in Illinois. Uh, we expanded. It was just kind of going to kind of be a trial run. So we had, I believe it was nine campers. And obviously then COVID hit and we got shut down. Um, and my sister, Emily and I started taking on more of a role with, uh, with special friends. And we went to my dad and we went to the Michigan district and we said, Hey, we've been doing this for, at the time it was 26 years, I believe we want to expand this to more people. You know, we wanted just not to be the 40 campers that we work with in Michigan. We want to expand it and give it the opportunity for more people, you know, and, they were like, yep, yeah, that's great. Go ahead and do it. Um, so we've actually been expanding and becoming, we got recognized in Illinois as a non-for-profit. We are working on a recognition in Michigan to be a non-for-profit organization. Um, and then we're working on uh, with the IRS to be nationally recognized as non-for-profit. So we can work in any state um, as a non-for-profit. So this will be our first year opening up again in Illinois. Uh, we have 17 campers and five counselors this year. 
Um, we're working with a couple of group homes and uh, activity centers and things like that to spread the word. Uh, we're also working with Good Shepherd Church in Illinois. Um, they're kind of providing some lunches and helping us with advertising and things like that to spread the word. And their pastor will also be around camp to kind of help out with Jesus time and uh, probably saying a word at the closing ceremony and things like that. Um, but as far as the future looks, like I said, we're looking to do the uh, the non-for-profit nationwide. Um, we have a lot of family in Wisconsin, and I, I've been looking into some camps to kind of that I think would be able to, to work with our adults. Um, we've also had some interest at a location in Iowa that would be looking to kind of do a camp with us. Um, and I and actually through one of our campers guardians in Michigan, we made some contacts in Indiana with an organization out there that used to run a camp for adults with disabilities, but it's been shut down for many, many years now, but the organization is still there. And we've heard that they would be open to working with us on possibly opening a camp there. So we're hoping next year to probably add one more and then just a year, like every year, add another one so that it's not too much at once, but you know, we're still expanding and we're reaching, reaching more and more individuals and being able to spread the love of God. So you, you talked about family a little bit there. Your family has been engaged and involved in this for a long, long time. How cool is it for you? Does it feel kind of like a family reunion when you get together and do this or, or are you, you too busy working for those that we, oh, no, absolutely. How does that it feels like a family reunion for sure. You know, it started <laughs> off that it was just uh, just my siblings and my parents doing it. Um, and then my mom's sister, my aunts, saw the effect that it had on us kids. And she, at a very young age, she started sending her kids to help out. So there's always little kids running around uh, with the campers and it gives them a great experience. You know, um, it affected our career choices. Um, but every time we get together with camp, it's, it's our family. And then the, the special friends campers are a hundred percent our family as well. We view that as the special friends family. And when we moved to Illinois, that was the one requirement us kids had is we went to, to Dennis and was like, Hey dad, we'll move to Illinois, but we got to come back and see our friends. And he was like, well, you'll make new friends. And we go, no, not our school friends. We want to see our, our camp friends. Uh, so that's, that's how we kept this going for 30 years. And you know, and now I'm bringing my son and my, my sister brings my niece and, you know, it's, it's a family affair. We got three generations of, of peepers working, uh, working with special friends camp right now. Josh, why don't you tell us how uh, people can find out more about special friends camp and also support the ministry as well. Yeah, absolutely. If you'd like to find out more about special friends camp, you can check us out on Facebook under special friends ministries. We're also on Instagram under Special Friends Ministries, or you can visit us online at specialfriendsministries.org, and that'll give you a rundown of our day-to-day -day camp life, uh, other things we're doing. There are different locations, and there's donation pages as well if you'd like to uh, choose to support us that way as well. Uh, well, Josh Peeper, thank you so much for being a part of this podcast, and also thank you for all that you and your family do. Thank you for having me, Jeff, and we love it, and we're not stopping anytime soon. <laughs> well, God bless you. And thank you, the listener, for making this podcast part of your day. God bless you.